Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to the Popcorn Talk Network. For the online broadcast network that features movie discussion, news, and interviews, press one. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. Let those who worship evil's might beware my power. Green Lantern's light. From the Popcorn Talk Network, the online broadcast network for movie talk, and the schmoes know, this is DC Movie News, bringing you the most up-to-date discussion and commentary within the DC Universe. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Greetings, friends and family of the DC Movie Universe. How's <laughs> everybody doing? I'm Adam Gertler. I'm Roxy Stryer. I'm Mike Kalinowski. Hey, guys. It's good to be back. Good to be with y'all. Had a, had a real busy week. I've been You've been, been, been making with the kids. The man versus child. We've oh, been shooting. I was say, yeah, okay. Oh yeah. Well, all over the place. Yeah, it's weird when he describes it like that. Yeah, it was what? weird for a second. What do you mean busy like, with the kids? Oh, with weird. the kids. Oh well, you know the very talented prodigy yes. chef children. There we go. Much better. Um, plus, my brother just got married last oh. weekend. Um, Congratulations. It, thank you very much. No, not to you, to him. Yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. I will pass that on. Mm-hmm. And uh, and apparently, I apologize, I have to leave a little bit early today because uh, I have to go be on ESPN2 Sports Nation. How's that for a twist, going from a, a, a geek podcast that to Sports like Nation? It's somewhere like on, on Dodgeball, like the Ocho, ESPN the Ocho. It's, El Ocho. It's be honest, is What's it because that? you want to miss TV Times theme song? No, 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 no. I'm not going to miss TV Times theme song. I just, uh, apparently, you know, I, I make the sausages and hot dogs for doghouse restaurants, and apparently I have to go debate whether or not hot dogs are are, are or are not sandwiches on ESPN2. Oh, mm. sa- oh. Okay. I, I have I a very know. strong opinion, but I don't know. It's it's listen. If you want to talk about what is and what is not a sandwich, it's not as easy as you think. Because you you come out and say yes or no, and then there's a whole rabbit hole to go down. That's I'm going yeah, a hard no. But anyway, we we have no time for that. All right. So, Anybody got time for that today? All right. What's going on with you guys? Nothing. Painted my apartment yesterday, and it took me all day. How's those fumes? It's all right. I slept in it, so I'm, I'm here. Okay. I'm all right. But it's just one of those things. It's painting. You never think it's going to take that long. But it, it took, the one room took a good amount of the day. You're That's, doing the show in a sweatshirt. It's not a sweatshirt. It's a hoodie. I There's like something hoodie. underneath that sweatshirt you, that I, I think was going to be revealed. very often. But I saw there was this line. I'm not going to sell it, but it's like Forbes Magazine did this whole article on this company called American Giant. Mm. And I was like, $80 for a hooded sweatshirt? But it is the best thing I've ever owned, I think, the way it's made. Anyone that picks it up, they're like, holy crap, that's like a well-made sweatshirt. This is going to last me forever. I'm not a hoodie guy, but I had to buy this thing, and I'm sold. I bought a pair of sweatpants. I don't wear sweatpants ever. I think you are a hoodie wow. guy. Wow. Hoodie and sweats? Hoodie. Sweats now. Did you just break up with your boyfriend? Are you no, eating ice cream no, on the couch? I, Matt Murdock in the Daredevil series has the sweats and hoodie on the whole time. Okay. So I, I like to view more, <laughs> him, more him, less George Costanza. <laughs> I'm thinking more Bridget Jones is the image I'm getting. <laughs> yeah, it's either that one or the other, but I'm going to Matt Murdock route. Roxy, you're wearing a cape. My hoodie? I am. You got a cape on. I'm wearing a cape, and I own the fact that I'm wearing a cape. I'm and not going to say it's not a cape. I say you're in a sweatshirt. It's not a sweatshirt. It is a, it's a sweatshirt. 
It's a, a hoodie's a type of sweatshirt. It's a hoodie. I have a cape. I got it at Comic Con when we were together, oh, guys. Oh, oh, that's um, right. The superhero girls. D- DC superhero girls. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. A, a hoodie oh. is a sweatshirt if a hot dog is a sandwich, and that's all I'm going to say about. Oh, that. see. <sighs> anyway, um, I think that that's a not valid argument, but we have no time, Adam. We okay. Have okay. No time. We want to get to the news, and there is some things to talk about. All right. What do we got? Okay. So first up, uh, Odeon Cinema reveals potential uh, BVS plot synopsis. Little variation in that. Why don't you hit it, Roxy Stryer? Well, I'm just a little confused on whether or not we should take this as valid at first because they could have just made it up. They could have just said something. I don't think they could have made it up. I thought it was an international, like, I thought this was the international synopsis. Like a a press blurb? Yeah, It doesn't necessarily mean that it's coming from D.C. Okay. It's kind of their interpretation. Basically, they said, uh, you know, this is the age-old story of Batman v. Superman, who would win in a fight, and Lex kind of... Playing both sides. That was pretty much what it is. I'm going to try that to pull it up. Really that really oh, okay. We have it. That seems very Well, generic. basically, from what I remember from the synopsis, it says that, uh, you know, uh, uh, Bruce Wayne doesn't trust the alien that destroyed most of Metropolis, and Clark Kent doesn't trust uh, a vigilante who takes out his own kind of justice, mm-hmm. and Lex Luthor uh, manipulates both of them to his a own... master chess player, if exactly. you Exactly. So... Let's take it as truth. Okay. Um, if that's the case, then I say yes, that is Lex Luthor's superpower. That's why he's a super threat. I mean, he has to be able to manipulate these, both these guys. These things are always so generic, and they do that on purpose, to not sure. give anything away. But they've got to sell something to the exhibitors and the people that are going to be putting the people in the seats. They need something uh, you know, on websites to sell tickets or this is coming up and you know like Fandango does that little blurb and sure that's what this is I think okay I don't know if we put an item for it or have a picture but I also just read today um, Jesse Eisenberg's mm-hmm. comments on how, you know how he approached the character mm-hmm. uh, and you know since we always like to talk about Jesse Eisenberg is he or is he not a dick is he a great actor is he not I know everybody in the chat role loves to chime in on that we will say everybody uh, on this show has always been pretty supportive of Jesse Eisenberg in the role. Yeah. In, oh, the role not, in the role. In the role. In the role. hundred percent. No, that's what I mean. hundred percent. So it was pretty funny that he intimates that he looked to himself um, for inspiration, <laughs> you know, um, uh, for the role of Lex Luthor. But basically just saying, like, as an actor, it's always best to draw on yourself as opposed to saying, like, oh, what did Gene Hackman do with the role? And he was very polite about that's it. That's a smart thing to do. Right. He says, well, Gene Hackman's a great actor, but, you know, I don't have his face or his life experiences. But, I mean, I say, yeah, Gene Hackman also did a fair amount of schmacting um, for uh, the role the of Lex People love to talk about Superman and Chris Reeve movie, but they they never forget all the, you know, the stuff that's not right with that movie. It's very tongue-in-cheek, but I still love him because he's so great yeah, in the role. It fits great for that movie. Mm. And, and he refused to go bald, so <laughs> in Superman 2, oh, or God. at the end of Superman 1 when they take him to prison, he pulls off a wig, and then he's got a bald cap on him. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Great. Okay, you guys know. He wasn't going to shave his mustache either at the time. Because he had that giant mustache in the 70s. And he made this <laughs> deal with Dick Donner to, you know, Dick Donner's like, I'll shave my mustache if you shave yours for this film. Okay. And he didn't. Uh, and, you know, I think he faked it or something. Or he, huh. or he, fake, he, and he ripped it off. His, Donner had a fake one that he ripped off. And Gene Heck was like, well, freaking, man, my mustache is gone now. <laughs> 
Yeah. Here's my thing about Jesse going back to him a little bit. Again, you guys know I've had a, uh, a little bit of an issue with him as a human, um, not in this role. I think he's great. He probably has but an this, issue with you as a human. He probably, too, so. probably, but I don't know him. Again, I don't know him. You guys like jump down my throat on it. I'm going to keep saying it every week because I'm going to stand by where I think that he it's, seems like a little bit of a dick sometimes. He sure, just seems that way. Right. a little bit. But this reminded dick. me of like Matthew McConaughey's Oscar speech, which was like, <laughs> I, like I'm all right, all right, all no, right. not hmm. that. Like I'm the best, and I'm my biggest competition and that whole weird thing that everybody else loved and I was like I think that it is so weird who are you drawing from yourself okay but don't you think you have any inspirations like the greats before you or anything no, no just you all you okay That's, I think I think he took you guys are taking that at the wrong way it is you know and this is not acting soapbox or anything here but it's just like to go in and to imitate someone is a failure. You can't imitate, even if it's a famous person, you're pulling this and that. For, I, I got a little bit from Napoleon and his complex that he had and this and that. He's like, right. he has not lived that life, so he's just going off of right. hearsay. It's, it's him, what he's experienced in life, you know, th- being you know, shunned as point. being a, you know, people look at his dick, well, he's like, oh, you know, if people think I'm a dick, I'm going to take that. I'm going to yeah. use it. It's but, a good point, but I just looked at it more of like, if you ask a band what their inspirations are, it doesn't mean necessarily you're trying to okay, imitate them. Point. It's just like where you, where it comes from. Fair point. And yet, I've heard some musicians, I forget who it was, but there was a really popular African artist who who claimed like he never listened to any music because he didn't want to be influenced by absolutely anything. Okay. And he is autonomous unto himself. So I know some artists do kind of feel like that. Another thing that Jesse Eisenberg said about the role, uh, and he even admitted, okay, I know this is a little bit the cliche these days, but you know, this character is the hero of his own story, which mm-hmm. again, that's kind of the log line for anybody playing a villain. But he said, look, that also works for me. That is the case he's looking to himself and he's trying to find the what is right with Lex Luthor's argument in this film and not he's not trying to say how can I be the most menacing how do what does evil look like to me the villains they always say it's like you know they always look at themselves as the hero they don't look at themselves as a bad guy and and what I like about this synopsis going back to that is like Clark doesn't trust Bruce there's an argument there Bruce doesn't trust Clark. Nope. There's certainly an argument there. Lex doesn't trust either of them. Mm-hmm. So if, if if both of them have bad, valid arguments, then Lex must have a valid argument as well. Now, what his motivations are and and the um, uh, and how he goes about achieving those are where we have conflict, and, and that is the source for all kind great of cool drama. Thing, you, you're saying going off that right there, thinking about it. Think about it. Bruce Wayne, in, in general consensus, he's kind of like the one percenters. He's this white American guy, billionaire. So Lex Luthor, this one, inversion, it's a kid that owns this company. He's kind of like the everyman. Even though he's it's, also, you it's know. It's not even like yeah. the old school Lex Luthor, I'm another billionaire, but I'm a good billionaire as opposed to Bruce Wayne and this yeah. and that. I, I'm looking out for you. So he's kind of like, no, he's of the people like, hey. This, and, you know, so and that's kind yet, of a cool dynamic. And yet, we know he's not a self-made billionaire because we know that he's a Lex Luthor father. Jr. Yeah, and right. his father. So they, they, you know, that that kind of would have been an interesting approach too. If he's like, "Hey, I, I, I didn't inherit any money. I'm not like you know, like Bruce Wayne well, is like a legacy guy." No, now he's, now he's doing what Donald Trump said. He's like, "Well, when I was younger, my father gave me a small loan of a million dollars, and mm-hmm. I turned that into something Pocket great." So change. you know, come on. The, Donald Trump running for president okay. is the most incredible uh, instance 
process of life imitating art to make uh, the Superman film so great because we all know like Lex Luthor becomes president yeah. in the comics yeah. and Donald Trump is like this Lex Luthor no I just I just want to build a wall to keep everybody out America I mean it is amazing yeah. what's going on like the, the press that Trump is giving this film without even <laughs> trying is blowing my mind if Trump becomes president do you think DC will take a, a page out of their book and try to just legitimately pull lines from him like anything he says throw that to Lex I think it just kind of you know it gets in there it certainly does get in there um, make America great again yeah we're gonna a, hear him say it exactly mm-hmm. yeah it, it's 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 great I mean listen that's we're already drawing from real life there's already a, a 9-11 allegory with the destruction of Metropolis mm-hmm. that's just naturally there when we see buildings fall in this modern era we can't not go back to that and that taps into our natural fears and that makes the threat seem valid and then that's you know again it, it, it's legitimate to us that's why we're gonna care why right. do I care? Uh, you know, we'll, we'll get it. Yeah. There's some more I want to say about that, too, but we're going to get to that when we get to another item of news. Um, so let's talk about some Wonder Woman news. Yeah. Okay. A lot of Wonder Woman news. A lot of Wonder Woman news. came out this week. I mean, first of all, I'm not exactly sure what you guys' thoughts are on Nicole Kidman in general, but she's one of my favorite performers. I think she's brilliant, so i love to see her in anything. Um, <laughs> yeah. Kalinowski's got an opinion, got I think. Thing, so I how are you feeling? I could take her. I could leave her. It, uh, to me, she's Chase Meridian. Where are you going to leave her? I don't know. Side of the road. He's going to leave Nicole Kidman. Well, there was a like, on the side of so the you road. You got Chase Meridian, who, which I loved her at the time. Is that Batman then, Forever? Yeah, but then you've also got the story. What was the one where the the guy was peeing on her in the movie, uh, Paperboy or something? When was, was she getting mo- peed on? In the Paperboy. There's a movie called The Paperboy or something, and she was into that sexually. It was a, you know so what? Okay. She, Wait like, a second, you're yeah. blowing my mind. There's a Nicole Kidman Golden Shower film. Is this like a sensuality doggy style thing? No, yeah, is this what, just, is that how she became impregnated? The it's called The Paperboy. Can we get a fact check on that? Please. It's a, I've got a lack of internet and yeah. I can't. So I think she's a fantastic actress, but I take her leave. It doesn't... You Eyes know, wide shut. Yeah. she's. I don't go to the movies to see Nicole Kidman movies, but... What do you guys Days think about thunder. who she's, who she's going to be playing Hippolyta. in Wonder Woman? Hippolyta. Hippolyta. But By the way, every other That's... podcast that I've heard where people mention Hippolyta, Hippolyta... Hippolyta. Hippolyta. I know it's Hippolyta, but every I can't, every time I hear people talking about this news, and I'm hey, like, with my Hippolyta. last name, I can't critique anyone that mispronounces stuff. So. It's Hippolyta. Although I will say that's the what we would think, but I could also see her being like some government person that's yeah. in charge of Steve Trevor. Okay. okay, so what we know. So the rumor is that she's a high-ranking Amazonian. If she's Hippolyta, is well, that so Diana Prince's? Uh, is that Diana Prince's I mean, uh, mother? When we say no, we don't know. Doing. Okay, we don't necessarily know now. Okay. So to tie it in with with some of the other plot rumors, we're hearing that Cersei is being played by Eva Green and could be sort of the uh, you know the early uh, undercard bout mm. for Wonder Woman. And the rumors, and these are just rumors at this pro- at this point, um, that Sean Bean playing Ares. Ares. But now there's this thing that came out this morning saying that Ares and Cersei are teaming up to start World War Three. Basically. It's- to unlock this, this magical sword. Person in the chat messing with us, Connor, saying Zach Efron's in it. I didn't hear that. The paper boy. Oh, yes, in the paper. Oh, Zach Efron's in the paper boy. I am Ninja Panda. Oh, no. That's no, no. It's, it's Connor. Connor. Butte. See? Thank you. Okay. Zach I thought he was making on... a joke about Wonder no. Woman, which was going to be. I love Nicole Kidman in the hours, by yeah, the way. Yeah, me too. That's my favorite of her movies. I love that favorite. movie. With the Philip Glass oh, music and all that stuff. It's so good. That movie is incredible. Just Yeah. And it's a prequel. What, saying. The hours? No, Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. We're all over the place. Because that's what they're saying. They're saying <laughs> the Batman vs. Superman, the reason she's in it is okay. she's looking for this sword that so Ares is after. Going off of these latest plot rumors, mm-hmm. um, there will be a lot of the film that takes place in World War One. 
which 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 makes sense because now we're saying that Ares is a character driven by war. He grows stronger when when war is happening. Right, 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 his, right, right. his his powers sort of come into being when there's more conflict in the world. Correct. So um, the present day of the film, which reportedly is still before Batman v Superman. Follow me now. I'm, I, yeah. I'm is Ares trying to start World War Three? Okay. So he can become so he can become the most powerful of the Olympian gods. And to get the sword. Right. To take them on. So we're flashing back and maybe we're seeing what happened between Wonder Woman and Ares in World War One and we get the timelessness, but we do get the present day, which gives us Chris Pine as Steve Trevor in the present day. Okay. Ballsy DC. Ballsy. Ballsy. Because it's not a thing that they're, they're doing different than Marvel. Marvel's never done this kind of thing. No. And, and here's the thing. Get- After Wonder Woman, the next one is Justice League. Right. So what this would mean... And, and then we're also hearing Suicide Squad is before Batman v Superman, which right. means in the chronology of the DC Extended Universe, Batman v Superman leads directly into Justice League. Right. Chronologically. Yeah. I think it's one of those things... As fans, we are, you know, what's canon, what's not canon in uh, chronology. We are so into it. So, But I think these movies will stand on their own for general movie audiences. But those of us that know the mythology are going to... I don't think, you know, people are going to concern if they're not fans of these go and go, what's happening here? I think the movie will stand on its own as a standalone film. But for us, it's just going to weave this whole tapestry going back and forth. Yeah. Um, what is that? Sean Bean dies in every movie he has. Well, I mean, if he's Ares, I don't know how much he... I mean, they make him a god, so killing a god is really hard. Will, will Sean Bean die? I'm in Japan. I did see that. He's talking. Charles Roven uh, wrote this article. He was the big DC guy with the Batman films. They had this big talk about what the DC brain trust is. And uh-huh. Right. And, you know, they don't agree on things. They do agree. But there is this brain trust behind it. That's kind of weaving, like we said, this tapestry. This so, and do we know who is at the heart of this tapestry? Like, who who is the shot caller? I read the Charles Robin thing really quickly. It okay. didn't seem Nolan almost seemed like it for a while, but I think he's just kind no, of no, he's, he's, he's going to have an executive now. producer credit on everything. Mm-hmm. I think it's weird. It's just, it kind of makes me feel a little titles. safer, though. I like mm-hmm. it. I like that though that he has an EP credit on everything. It makes me feel a little safe. It kind of makes me feel like Zack Snyder is like, damn it! Like, when am I get to graduate? Like, I'm the one who's actually like weaving the tapestry. Right. Here. So after he makes his TDK, then he can freaking graduate <laughs> and be an EP on things. Uh, by the way, Douglas earlier said that Heroic Hollywood said World War Two, not World War One. I. I don't which, know if that's true or not. Right. Um, I hope World War One, just because we've seen World War Two so many times. World War One is a is a is a period that we don't get to. Go to that much, yeah. So just for for difference and to separate it from Captain America, which it's going to be compared to a lot. Look, you have two kind of star spangled heroes. Yeah. Uh, world. I, I would like to see it be World War One because those tanks look really cool too. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but we'll see. I mean, what do you guys think? How does it sound? Like, if, if, assuming all this is true, Sean Bean, Eva Green, Nicole Kidman, Chris Pine. I think they DC stacks the deck with their films. These movies, they're getting... Like, Marvel does this thing, and they can. They don't need to pay out big stars to get to do their movies. Though they will if they if they want to, but they don't need megastars and, and to, to fan out the roster like DC is doing. They're shelling out the... Marvel is known for being cheap. They are synonymous for being cheap with their actors because they know when an actor does their movie, then they can name their own price after that for any of the right. things. They'll get directors who are TV directors, but once you get a Marvel movie on your resume, you're so the director or the actor will take the hit financially. DC is just like, 
here you go, let's get everyone we want in these Well, movies. they sort of need but to they, without, they, they don't have the reputation yet. And they've got the bank to do that. And yeah. I don't even know if that's necessarily true right now because yes, you just named some really big stars, but think about last week when we called Grammy and Grammy was like, we were listing off Suicide Squad people and she's like, ah. That's why you needed ah. Will Smith in that movie. Yeah, so we have one yeah. huge celebrity. But, but Suicide Squad is not a Batman versus Superman. It's not a Justice League. It's not, it's not, it's their Ant-Man. It's, you know, it's, I think they're it's using not, their... It's not, it's not their Ant-Man. I don't think it's quite their Ant-Man. Suicide Squad, uh, before this movie came out, no one knew who they were before Arrow. We I think it's more it. like and their also, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, similar to that with... Okay, but know. again, Guardians of the Galaxy, my favorite then, thing of all time, when people were announcing that movie, the people are so on the Marvel bandwagon. It was like, fucking Groot! Finally Groot! I was like, yeah. Groot hasn't even had a comic for 20 damn years. Don't tell me that. I, I've collected Galaxy, comics for 30 years. No, I, I didn't even know. I, I barely knew who Groot was. And the people that were the Guardians of the Galaxy, that cast in the movie, were not the characters in the comic book that were currently running. They were from like the 80s. Yeah. So people get so caught up because they're Marvel fans for eight, nine years. No, I think years. it's that you trust the brand. And, and you know, I, I, I trust the brand of the Marvel films. Right. And I think that's why people want to work with them. I Absolutely. think, but I, I do th- agree with Roxy a little bit because I feel like they're spending smart money getting like big names in these smaller roles. But Gal Gadot is still Wonder Woman. Yeah. Right. And that's not the big name. Because so it's like funny. Nicole Kidman doesn't need to be uh, contracted for eight films. Uh, and, and honestly, Nicole Kidman hasn't done they're a ton recently. The thing. You hire, you know, the lesser known actors and surround her with these great talented actors right yeah so it, it bolsters it I think so I think and I think Eva Green is incredible me too what they do on I'm the obsessed Flash TV with show. what's that that's what they do on the Flash TV show with Jesse L. Martin and yeah. Victor Garber these Broadway, sure. Broadway, Broadway Broadway actors surrounding these you know Absolutely. Yeah, no, they, I mean, it totally brings up the talent. And, and, and you know, and you we'll guys, talk about it in a little bit, but, but on those shows, even more so on the TV shows where it's a little bit cheesier, it's a little bit hokier, there's less of a budget, the acting even counts more. When we talk about Arrow, one particular performance, just like, I was just like, all right, this show is the best ever. We're not going to be able to talk about it. We will. Okay. We will. No, we will. Um, we certainly will. So let's talk a little Suicide Squad. Uh, we had some cool photos of Suicide Squad. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't know if you guys are, they're, they're easy to find. They were all Empire stuff. I don't know if they're, We apologize, guys. We had a, we had a rush a little bit getting the show together today because I have to bail. Because so you're I such apologize. A, you're such a celebrity. You're I'm such happening. A star. I'm having my moment right now talking hot dogs in ESPN2. Yeah. Um, but what I, what I would even like to talk about is, is the David Ayer quote. Um, you know, he loves taking these digs at Marvel and he kind of says like, you know, in these superhero films, we're used to like it all being about like aliens invading from planet X and we're not really invested in anything like this. But you take this film, which he refers to as comic book movie 2.0, and it's about these isolated, um, rejects from society and delving into their story. So it's not just a, a film about the bad guys, but you're going to see the sympathetic side of how those bad guys got in their current position and, and make us care about them. Then you have conflict. The, the reason we care about Game of Thrones every time they kill somebody off or Walking Dead is because we're invested enough. These uh, A death means nothing unless we care about the character, right? Mm-hmm. So if that's what we're going to get from Suicide Squad, I'm excited. What do you guys think? About the movie and about Just about excited? those quotes. Just about the idea that it's going to delve into these characters and that's why we care about the conflict. Yeah, absolutely. But then that con- that is the whole story. We talked about we're going to get origin stories from all these people and how mm-hmm. we were excited about that. But yeah. I know that a lot of people will be bummed out about it. So I, I think that if we spend a lot of time, people are going to be pissed. If we spend no time, people are going to be pissed. I don't think people know what they're going to be pissed about until the movie's delivered. Great. Here's a great example. If they go this way, and it is a Warner Brothers movie, the Ocean's Eleven films. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ocean's Eleven, great movie. A cast of 11, mm-hmm. but we knew every character. 
Yeah, you, you get enough. Yeah. We didn't true. have backstories, but we cared about every single character. We picked our favorites, who we liked more. No one really got a short shrift on that. I finally used that in a certain sentence. The short shrift. Mm. Yeah, and much I like how Roxy, Roxy points out, like you were, you were you were grooving with it. I was. And then you stopped, and then you. I, I was with you. Yeah, I was with you. It was like putting like out a, a segue. Well, it's like an, I got a, you know, a little attention deficit disorder. You did. Okay, short you, shrift. You were talking about the quotes, though, but I wanted to look at some of these pictures, because every single picture that comes out of Cara Delevingne, I'm kind of confused about. I like oh, don't. I don't. I'm not I don't, confused. I don't understand. I don't, I don't really. Just do anything for me. I don't really. I don't really. I don't know. know the picture where she was in full body. I, I was. It was doing it for me. What with the one with the underwear that she busted? Uh, uh, no, not that one. That one too. Oh. But when she was like with the makeup and everything. Yeah. So you're confused because you think. Why well, well, confused? No, I just am confused about what they're going to end up doing with her character. Mm-hmm. Uh, not confused in a bad way. Confused in like uh, I really well, have no idea. The comic book character, she looks like she's dressed in a costume from Spirit Halloween. It's yeah. like yeah. they've got to do something with it. That's well, true. I think what's interesting about the Enchantress character is that this is potentially going to introduce magic into this world. Mm. Um, she's going to do what Constantine did for Arrow? Which is, which is exactly going to do it. We're, we're not there yet, yet but yet. yes. But also, where we all are also heading towards uh, is the rumors about what the Batman solo film would be about and how this could potentially open up the possibility for magic just, in the world. I mm-hmm. just don't know. I, you don't know about the talk, Batman solo film? No, there's all this talk about the Red Hood. Red Hood so are we on there? Are we yeah. segueing? Yeah, we go, go, go into it? All right. Go ahead. All right, we're moving on. So the uh, Batman solo film, the rumors, again, fairly unsubstantiated. We don't know where they're coming from. But... Um, well, it was from Joe Blow. Okay, so Joe Blow, butthole. which is, you know... I like Joe Blow. I like Joe Blow, too. What did you say? Um, I said, like, people's butthole. That's where these are coming from. Oh, okay. I thought you... Joe Blow, Death in butthole. the Family. Death in the Family. Red Hood potentially being the inspiration for the Batman uh, solo film okay. potentially directed by Affleck, Kalinowski, go. I, okay, here's the thing. We have not had Robin introduced in... This universe, or in general, we have not had the traditional Robin. We've had the Dick Grayson, Batman Forever, older brother, brother thing. We've not had the older Batman with the young 10, 12 year old Mm -hmm. kid Robin that I think that they will go this way if they're going to do a Robin. So to go to the second Robin and do Jason Todd, having, you're going to have to have Dick Grayson in there. Is he going to be Nightwing? Mm -hmm. I think people, not, 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 I'm not saying this negatively. I think they're putting too much credit into what DC is doing. You got to remember, they're going to take it back to basics. I think. So and you, you think, think this is too complicated? For I that. think th- this goes or back to this audience. goes back to this whole convoluted. He's Deathstroke. Right. J- the Joker is Jason. Well, ignore Tom. all that noise. Like, ignore all that noise. Let's look at. This comes from out of this. I think people are spitballing, well, and it's just too. If you look much. at what we've seen of Robin so far, okay. Is certainly an important thing. We know Robin's important. We saw his costume in the trailer. But we don't know. Everyone's and like, we saw Jason a Todd. note saying you may let your family die. So the idea. So people are maybe taking that leap. Die, family, death in the family. You know, a, a way to circle back around. So if we're introduced in Batman v Superman, I don't believe we're going to see a Robin. Maybe we'll see a Dick Grayson. And who's who is? Um, what's her name? Jenna Malone. Oh, uh, we still don't know. We don't know. I still think it's going to be a Barbara Gordon. Yeah. Because I think okay. we're going to play with the fact that Jim Gordon may or may not be alive Fair anymore. I, that's what I think. Um, but, you know, could be a Robin. But assuming that Jason Todd is the dead Robin, to circle back around to that, then you're saying that this character has to be exposed potentially to the Lazarus Pit 
and then come back and then we have to ask the audience to care about that so is this going to be the same kind of film what, as we're hearing about Wonder Woman that we're going to see the death in the family and sort of a flashback kind of thing I, and then the current um, the current uh, uh, chronology also potentially pre-Justice League is going to be uh, or maybe it would be post-Justice League or, or post-Batman v Superman at that point is going to be uh, the Red Hood Jason Todd I think I think Roz will be off limits for a while because they did it in the in the Nolan films. So to even bring up the Lazarus Pit and all that stuff, it's going to be okay. And did, it, is this that and this is the? It's I think they'll stay away from that. It's so focused on our TV universe right, right now. Right, the Lazarus we, Pit bring people back. Yeah. So then, okay, so then you'd be asking people if you did the Red Hood to accept that yes, we did this flashback in Batman v Superman. We know one of the biggest tragedies that I think made Batman retire. Um, was the death of Robin, which we'll get back to our debate about. But then you're asking him to say, like, oh, that death already didn't count, and now he's back like this, which I think would be kind of wonky. I think that suit in the cave in Batman vs. Superman will be a nod where they talk about, you know, 20 years in Gotham. They are not going to deal with that. It is an Easter egg for the fans. It's going to be one of the reasons he's in semi-retirement. It's not going to be a through line in the movie. So you, okay, who do you, so do you think that that was a dead Robin or no? Oh, yeah, it's a dead Robin. Okay, so. Jason or Dick? I'll what do you go, think? I'll, I'll just go opposite everyone. I'm going to say it's Dick Grayson. You I think, think they killed Dick? No, it's got to be Jason. I think it's got to be. Right? I, I, I are you think, just saying that to be difficult? Or are you really? I'm saying it to no. be difficult. Oh, okay. I just want to go diff- away from whatever I, else is saying it is. Listen, if I'm listen, we don't know, and I love that we don't know. I love that we're just we're just spitballing here. I call bunk though that on the prequels being a Red Hood storyline. You call I, bunk? Bunk. It's called. It's like, bunk. Well, it's I'll tell you this. Bunk. It's bullshit. I also don't want it to be that. Because I think there's so many other great stories to tell. Right. But again, like Arkham Knight. Knight. (laughs) We've created a brand new character for the game called the Arkham Knight. No, you didn't. You called him the Red Hood and you just renamed him. This whole bullshit that that Sefton Hill guy went and said, we've created a completely new character. It was an excuse to make Batman Iron Man. A Batman Iron Man looking character. You did the Red Hood storyline. Just give us that from the beginning. So I'm still a little bummed out about that. So we've gone through that already in the video game with It's the Red Hood. Yeah, this, I, this, so this is many a total other stories that they could tell brand new stories. Don't yeah. rehash old stuff. And there's a lot of villains that we haven't yes. seen yet. Clayface, damn, do a Clayface and a man. Personally, bat. I think in this gritty, dark Warner Brothers universe, I think it is Jason Todd that's dead. Okay. And I think let's leave him dead for a while. Yeah, we don't let's let to... that sit. Let's simmer. Let's let it. You know, and, and I would like to see Dick Grayson possibly out there in, in a future film, maybe if we decide to go there. Why is it Nightwing in this movie at all? Why is he not popping up? Who, who says he doesn't? Yeah, there have been a lot of rumors that he who is Who says he doesn't? You know, like maybe he's got, well, maybe when they have that confrontation, he's got potentially Remember Diana Prince Adam on his Driver side. Was, that was the rumor. It was going to be Adam Driver. Yeah, I, he's my actual number one. I live for him. Well, I think he's a little busy in another universe right now, so. Dun, 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 dun. I think that would be kind of cool. So, all right. So, so Kalinowski and I, not so plussed on the Red Hood death in the family rumor. What about you, Roxy? Do you do you want it to be true? Do you think it's true? Yeah, I think that it, it might be true. I think that it would be interesting, but I also agree that we've seen Lazarus Pit time and time again, and I don't know how yeah. we're going to get around that. So Done pretty well, too. So uh, Maybe they have something up their sleeve that I haven't thought of or that we haven't thought of, and that's their way of incorporating Red Hood, but I doubt it. I doubt it. So I'm, I'm kind of with you guys on the same page. What do you guys think about um, the new addition to Lego Batman? One of our films. We've we've found our Alfred. Who is M? 
who's he is M. He's M. And James Bond. Films. Oh, and the James Bond 007, films. Seven. Yeah. Yes. Um, how do you say it, Ralph? Fiennes? Ralph Fiennes. Ralph Fiennes. 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 Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, Ralph Fiennes. Ray, Fiennes. Ray Fiennes. Do you guys know that this is a Joe true Fiennes, story about Joseph me? Fiennes. It makes what? me lose all credibility that I've never seen a single 007 movie. Nice. Not one. Solid. Uh, it's not, not unheard 007 of. 007 virgin. I, I will say this. Not unheard of for women. We're, it is a... It, yeah. Trust me. I've met a lot of girls that have never seen James Bond. I'd like to start they the look bidding. At it, they're kind of they think it's and it is old yeah. school. It's kind of misogynistic yeah. in the way he is. Daniel Craig's even said. This I really yeah. want to, but I don't even know how to start. Ladies and gentlemen, fans of DC movie news, I would like to start the bidding uh, for Roxy Stryer's 007 Virginity at ten thousand dollars. You're if selling you my 007 Virginity. You want to pop this sweet 007 cherry? Oh, see, you did that. Goldfinger. Oh, oh thank that you. Was, Steve, that was good. You have. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. That is great. Um, well, I mean, look, I was never actually a huge James Bond fan. I liked the Daniel Craig movies way more I than them. I liked any of the other ones. Casino Royale, probably my favorite. Like the Skyfall. Uh, I'm hearing this one kind of falls a little bit in the middle. Um, see Casino Royale. It okay. stands on its own. It's freaking yeah, great. That would be a really good one. It's it's a, a quantum of solace. Is like it, they're it's like, definitely goes films on. of their time. It's, yeah, it's kind of become a thing now, though. What's the thing? You don't want to see it? Yeah, I don't know. I do, but I don't. I like you a little less now, I think. So. I get that. I understand. Oh, what do we think of Ray Fiennes as Alfred? I mean, sure. He's a. You can speak with the accent. Yeah, he's got the accent. He's, you know. Sure, great. I'm not into the Lego stuff. Like the games and the movies. You didn't like the Lego movie? I, I thought it was fun. I thought oh, yeah. it was cool as hell to see Batman in it, and he was funny in it. I played the um, um, the Marvel Lego game. It's so much fun. So yeah. I just got a... What's that? $100,000. $100,000. No, right, what above the $100,000. Okay. $500,000. Okay, listen. Diana if you're going to pop Roxy's 007 Cherry, what film is it going to be with? What do you do? You want to take her down a a, a dirty Sean Connery path, or are you going to get George Lazenby campy. on her? Well, you guys are with some Roger Moore. Oh my God. Roger Moore? Uh, What's that? Thunderball. Thunderball. If you're planning my 007 virginity, that's fine. But I know you have to get out of here, and it's almost oh, time. Oh, it's almost for... time. Okay, it's time for. 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 TV, TV, we're gonna go back to the old one. Yeah. TV, 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 Roxy Shires, TV time. Sing along with me this time. Roxy Shires, TV time. She thinks that no, the flesh is that. Yeah, yeah. DC movie news is time to talk. TV time. Yeah. yeah. In, in case you're wondering where I get my musical inspiration from. Okay, listen, I, I, I have to leave really fast, so I want to yep. just uh, spat out what I really want to talk about. What First of all, preacher trailer. Okay. Have you seen it? Yep. What do you think? You were the one who was down on Preacher last week, right? I wasn't down on it. It's just not my bag of tea. You're not your bag of tea. So hey, you, I so love you DC, still, but I don't love everything in so it. So would it be fair to say you're nonplussed about the trailer? I thought it looked good. It was well shot, you know. Hey, cool. Yep. I'm in. I'm totally in. But I was in even before yeah, the trailer. Yeah. I thought it looked great. No, no, I'm so in. Uh, yeah. So part. in. I'm just in. I, I, listen, I've, I've, I've said this since we started doing the show. I think the best way to do comics on TV is like stick to these non-Fox, CBS, NBC networks, the cable networks, the FX, the They're AMC, the HBO. Okay. Broadcast is hampered 10, by the 12 episodes. Strong storytelling. Yeah. Great lighting. I mean, this no. is the way to do this. Mo- this is what... I, I don't even want a preacher movie. Yeah. And I, I mean, this is what I want. I just watched Daredevil again, like binge watched it over okay. the last couple of days, and it, it for like a third time, and it's just so well so done. Good. So mm. good. I'll take that over Ultron any Listen, day. Listen, and week. I will say this: overall, I don't want you guys to hate me. I'm a lover, not a fighter. 
Okay. But I'm getting a little bleary-eyed with all the DC stuff. I find like... The TV stuff? The TV stuff. Watching Supergirl is a bit of a chore. I think two episodes into Supergirl, it's fine. I think Melissa Benoist is fine. I just think that um, it's just not for me. It's it's for a different see, audience. So I, I don't. Exactly. I'm not like hating on it. Like I, I hate on Gotham. It's just I, I, you know I, I don't care. I love that about DC because Marvel is it's all connected. I love Marvel, but yeah. TV movie it's all connected. Yes. DC we've got this dark gritty uh, movie universe. Our TV shows are now going to be different. We've got yeah. Supergirl, uh, Flash, kind of light and poppy. Yeah. Preacher. We've got like you said right here. This DC superhero girls—they do a line for young girls. Like I don't even know who's in that. I wouldn't even buy anything for that. But exactly. The girls have that. So DC you touch my cape. It's going for everything, and I love that about DC. You're so, so right. Kalinowski you know, has a good point. I love it, it. Everything doesn't need to be for everyone, no. and I think right. that's the point. I and I agree with you. you. Supergirl isn't really designed for you. Exactly, and 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 so I'm I'm fine with it like that. That being said, um, it is kind of designed for me, and I don't love it either. See, okay. Oh, but you do love iZombie though. I love iZombie. I, I want to start I, watching that because I keep hearing good not, things not about it. Thing. So I I'm gonna I'm gonna start it. Not my thing. I will say this though, Arrow. I'm usually a little bit bored by and again I, I think part Arrow. of the reason God. is that like it's too many episodes but this past week's Arrow with Constantine was it only because Constantine was there or you just liked the episode They're I like the episode show. but I really like the episode because of Constantine are you guys with me how awesome is that guy is Constantine I love it. he is so good although I will say this, I love him someone on Twitter today was talking to us about it and he mentioned Colin Farrell and it never dawned on me but yeah. I was like oh my god that would have been the perfect Constantine. But is, it, is that true just because this other British guy has done it so well on TV that you can kind of no, go to the... No, back to Co- John. Colin when... Farrell, back in like the mid-2000s when he was at the height of his career, just yeah. when he'd be in interviews with the cigarette and the hair I and love that, it. that yeah. rocker attitude, I was like, fuck, that's Constantine. Do you and feel I... like the show wouldn't have been canceled if it was Colin Farrell? That's a tough one. That it show was Colin Farrell on show, an NBC show. That show was a tough, sure. tough sell on a network. Again, if it was on AMC, I think they would have, and they could have pushed the boundaries. I, I think that show was getting better just when it got canceled. Yeah. Unfortunately, I, I was, I was in and out in the beginning. I always loved him, but I think they were really finding their footing. And I think I loved how they used the music show. on this episode. I loved how they used him. I loved how they brought Mar- we, magic into the we Arrowverse. We talked about this back before when Constantine was canceled. We kind of spitballed about it, bringing him onto Arrow. I think he's a perfect. I think they should make him uh, not a series regular, but definitely a recurring. I don't know what they're going to do with him, but this character is certainly not dead. It was a great showing, um, and I love it. I love Flash this week. I got to go. Got to be on ESPN. Got to talk about hot dogs. Tag me out. Tag me out. I want one. I want one. Yeah, well, why I, I, I was going to tag him into the spot. Here's the big problem that I have. It's not even a problem with you leaving. You go. You go. Okay. It's that Mike so desperately. Why did Mike so desperately just want to switch sides and, and leave me? I just don't really understand. I'm on the adult side of the table. Oh, Everybody just so became tall. really jealous of me. There we go. Oh, Is that better? It was a really wet, I'm nice. Right. It was a nice wet kiss from Adam Gertler. I, I appreciate it. Am I tall enough here? Because he's a tall well, look, guy. Look, you can see your shot. Well, I, I don't want to lower be, lower I, your I, chair. I, I think I'm taller. You're professional. I'm shorter than you right now. Yeah, but why were you so excited to get away from me? I'm on right now. No, now you're really you're my height. Okay. Why were you so excited to move sides? Because you always, I always have to sit on that side. I like this side. Yeah, but why don't you want to sit next to me? It's not a personal thing. Should I be taking it personally? You play footsies under the table with me. Yeah, well, now I have a better angle for it, oh. so you know. Okay, I want to get more into TV time, though. Bye to Adam Gertler. It's Gertler's. you and me. Yeah, it is. It's a really big deal. I don't know if we've ever done a show just Never. with two of us. 
Oh, wow. Leaving Boy. us alone. I got to take together. this off. It's getting hot in here. Okay. So he I'm talked sweatshirt. a little bit about his opinion on Constantine and Arrow, but I want to hear from you. You said you don't really like it. You're a little bored of it, or are you saying that you loved Oh, he was bored of it. He You're was bored of it. I love it. I love Arrow. I'm more of an Arrow than a Flash guy. Mm-hmm. Why? Because no. I'm in the minority. You I know. Flash this week. Flash was way better. I just think that Arrow was great because Constantine was on it, but I have big problems with Arrow in general as a as a show. It's slowed right. down. I have a big me. problem. I don't. I don't have problems with Flash. I love Flash. They kind of lost me at the beginning a little bit when they finally get Henry Allen out, and he's like, "I'm yeah. out." Yeah. And I was like, the writers know what they're doing. I know that. But even like Jesse L. Martin and Grant Gustin were interviewed, like, "Yeah, we." I don't know why they did this Nobody to could us. Really, I, I so to me, he lost character. Then they did that with Robbie Amell with Firestorm, and it's like, I'm out. Yeah. And he's out, and it's just like, God, there's something weird creatively going on with that show. But at least we didn't lose Tom Cavanaugh. He's back. Right, and, and they never said yeah. that, you know, they, he was always going to be around. Yeah. Um, but he came back, and now right? we're calling him Harry, which I'm having a little bit of a hard time doing yeah, also. Yeah. I love. I think the show's great. I love the cast. They're you know charismatic as hell. Cisco man, that guy kills me every episode. He's so he's so good. Were he's you so excited good. about vibe stuff? Because I yeah, can't believe that. Yeah, me too. You know, I don't want to give too I, many spoilers. Yeah, don't. Yeah, and I I love the show. I think it's. I love Patty Spivet. We talked about her two weeks ago. Completely I, obsessed with. Her. I love her. She's amazing. such a good actress too. It shows you on that show. It's just a, it's a give or take with these superhero roles. Sometimes they get actors on there where they just don't click. Mm-hmm. And other times they just eat the hell out of the role, and she is so good on that show. I feel like she could have clicked with anybody and anything. She seems fantastic. But one of the pieces of news for Flash this week is that Grodd is coming back. So we always right. kind of predicted that that was happening, uh, but it's coming sooner than later. I think it's within the next few episodes, uh, which is really, really cool for me. People were pissed about King Shark and how ah, it was a, he was they there and gone. Like, you know, we got... It's a budget. We wanted to throw a nod in there for the fans. And yeah, but would you have rather spent more time with him and less time with Grodd? Because I have to assume they're around equal pricing. Right. <laughs> uh, gr- I don't know. You don't care about Grodd. Or you don't care about King Shark. They're cool. I like them. I'm not a villain guy. I know fans turn in for the villains and they love the villains. But like with Batman, for me, you could do a whole movie with not any villains and it's just him versus the mob. And I love it. I go for... The heroes. I love the Flash. Because you're not a villain guy, it's probably why you have the biggest problem with Gotham, which we have a Very l- good point. It could be why Suicide Squad, I'm excited for it, but it's not like my to-do... Like, there's certain people, like, they love Deadpool. Mm-hmm. And other people like me, I can't stand it. I don't like anti-heroes. I don't like villains. I know. I, I saw love that Facebook the post of yours about Deadpool. You're all anti-Deadpool. I didn't, it wasn't anti-Deadpool. I just said, it's a movie made for frat boys. And I was a frat boy in college, so I so could say... it's made for you. So many years ago, yes, probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, like I love the hero. I love the, the the stories of them doing good. So you know, whoever the villain shows up, they show up and cool. There's not one villain for Flash where I'm like, yes, I've got to see this villain on on Flash. He's got to show up sometime. Okay, but what about Gotham? We do have Riddler and a lot of stuff been going on over there. He uh, Corey Michael Smith teased a little bit about the, the green, green suit yeah. this week. Does that excite you? I. I no. Gotham, it's just court of owls. I know they're talking about it. But I know you've it been just pitching it a while because it it plays with the mythology and it doesn't shoehorn it in. That's what Gotham to me is is shoehorning like this Gallivant character that you know they they've created and it's just like, all right, well, where's he going to eventually end up? Is he is he going to be Batman's arch enemies right. his whole life? And it's just like. The, the Seems produ- like that's where we're going. The yeah. production value on that show is phenomenal. I love the actors, and a lot of people don't like uh, Mackenzie as Gordon. And I think he's I great. Think he's great. I, 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 I do. I think he's great. But him and Bullock—that's the story. That's what it should be. 
Mm-hmm. Not these villains. I could see what you're saying, but some of this casting news actually gets me really excited. Like Tommy Flanagan, who comes over from Sons That's of the Anarchy. That's the guy where he's got like a, the, the scars yeah. in his face. Yes. So he's over on Sons of Anarchy. Then he was on Revenge, which are yeah. two of the shows that I love. I think he's so great as The Knife, which is a character that I don't really know. I don't think it's a character. I think it's a made-up character. I, 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 know, I know Batman, and I don't know of a character called The Knife. I saw that and I was like... So why are I, they messing with us then? Because like, because they, they just... Last week, we, we, we've got Victor Freeze coming in. Okay, we just cast Nora Freeze. And now we're going to cast the knife. And I'm like, okay, you know, so... It's, it's a fish all over again kind of thing where we just throw somebody in there? I guess. Right. I, I met someone online. Someone online was talking about how much they love Fish Mooney. I was like, what? One nobody talked about it when she was there. Once she was gone, yeah, everybody was like probably because she added a dynamic to the show that's not there now, and it's missing something. I don't know if that's what's missing though. Okay, I, I think. You know, speaking of rumors, isn't people saying like the, the penguin now on that show is really the Joker? Do you hear that rumor? No. Come on, who? Someone out there, you've got to be with me. That, that was this big thing. I was like, so enough with the like. Pulling these ridiculous rumors out of the so way. So not Jerome. Did you guys in the chat hear that the penguin is Joker? That's what that was. These fan theories. What post? What happened uh, this week? It, it just it's been going on. It's like and they pointed out because of this and this and I'm just like oh my head hurts. Uh, Jerome's dead, isn't he? Like I, I thought, yeah, Jerome's dead. But remember he dies with the smile uh, and it's like it will affect like Gotham forever. Yeah, I didn't like him. Yeah, that was a, and you just mentioned um, uh, Nora Freeze, which is right. Kristen Hager was cast. Um, which I'm a little indifferent about. Yeah. Uh, B.D. Wong is playing Hugo Strange you on know, Gotham. When he was announced, I was kind of like, I don't see it. You know, and, How come? and, and I, I don't want to be. I, I want to be colorblind and stereotype blind on it because I was just like he just doesn't look like it. But then I was like, well, I saw a picture of him and he had this kind of squinty smile, and I was like, well, shave his head, give him those mutton chops into the beard with the glasses, and I was like, yeah, I could see it. Yeah, as long as they go that way because it's Gotham and they might not. They'll probably give him glasses. They won't give him. A, they'll he'll have hair. He might have a little bit of a form of some beard going on because they never fully go the way of the character. Okay. So I'm just kind of like, and Hugo Strange, it's like, okay, so what is he going to be, 60 when Batman finally arrives? And he's supposed to, Hugo Strange always wanted to emulate Batman and be Batman, but he was physically not right for it. Mm-hmm. And that was the whole story with the Monster Man of him creating these super soldiers to kind of give himself, you know, uh, genetic abilities that he didn't have that Bruce Wayne had. So maybe can't this do is, that now. This could be the wrong way to look at it, but I just... I liked him as a performer in Jurassic World. I haven't seen him in anything else. I think that he's talented enough. I zoned you out right now. Why? Because you don't like Jurassic World? I didn't like the movie, but he was terrible in the movie. I thought that he was really good. Oh, how in the first one he's talking about science, creating science, and then suddenly in this one he's a mad scientist. Like, yes, create everything, and I did this, and keep the samples, and we're going to leave here and create more dinosaurs. You it was enjoy a complete his character. 180 arc of him. And his it was character. Like, as an actor, he should have been like, I I was this is not my I didn't you think that he could have controlled that you think he could have gone with to Steven Spielberg said. no but with Colin Trevorrow a little more input he probably could have had say hey um, not the everyone in that movie was like the doctor's like I can fly the a helicopter and he, he's even, like that that movie sucked his I'm initial sorry. performance I don't even remember I don't think the movie sucked I think it was really fun to watch it's not as good well, as you watch it a second time that is definitely you and I our age difference and where we see different movies and younger generation love Jurassic World People of my thank you. People of my age that saw the original in the theater and were like, "My God!" When that first dinosaur and the sound, this is like, it was phenomenal. So it it is definitely a generational thing. By comparison, by comparison, Jurassic World is a a generational thing for movies. So as part of the reason you're not excited to see him in Gotham because you didn't appreciate. No, I think he's a good actor. 
Oh, but you just said that you thought he in didn't... that movie. Certain actors are great in some movies are terrible in others. Okay. That's just give or take. But he doesn't look like the character to you, so you don't. He didn't originally, and then my head is like, wait a minute. So they put it side by side, and I was like, wait a second. Are you doing second. the thing where you're like covering the top of his head with your hand? Well, I can do that. I'm a pretty smart person, and I can do that with just looking at it. <laughs> okay. My last well, That was the fakest laugh I've ever heard of. No, I just, I just think That's that like he... that Justin Bieber moment is like, when he was with that interview, he's like, I like that laugh. No, oh, I, <laughs> I think you are a very smart person, but I think uh, visually I would have to do that. I'm a pretty smart person too, and I would have to kind of chop the head off a little bit. The lazy eye there. Were like, you just, were you winking at me? No, you were doing like, you're like, all right. I'm... That's what I have to do. You have to kind of squint one eye. Well, I didn't have to do that. All right, well, then you're smarter than I. Are you I the guess. kind of person that's to draw like, Ben Affleck and Cassidy? I'm like, I don't know what he looks like. Let me draw a cowl on this magazine here. On Ben Affleck? Yeah, did you do that? No. Okay. Why? Do you think that I did that? I don't know. No, I would be honest about it. Um, so we talked briefly about Supergirl, but everybody wants us to discuss it. I saw it earlier in the chat. Let's discuss. Were you were you watching earlier? Did you watch the two? Have you seen the two episodes so far? Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I saw this article today. I forgot where it was on this morning. They're talking about the one thing Supergirl does right that Man of Steel didn't do. I'm, I'm like, okay, let's read this. All right, what? What was the... She wants to be Supergirl. This and that. That Man of Steel didn't have that. It's like, oh, that... It's not the point of Man of Steel, and that's why it's it's. They're saying that the Supergirl does right what Christopher Reeve Superman did, and that he wants to be Superman. It's like in this movie and universe that they've created, Superman from the comics, because of the way it was created in the 30s and 40s. You know, everyone assumes Superman puts on the suit and he just wants to be Superman. Well, in that instance, yes, and but their story. You know, and if Superman was alive today, would this guy want to instantly go out and put clothes on and 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 help people? And this movie answers that, saying maybe not. Maybe you know, and it's his journey to find that. But Supergirl's like, ah, oh, she wants to be Supergirl. She wants to have fun with it. It's like, okay, great. And you don't um, think that was the answer? It's just a different solution. It's a different solution. Yeah, it's a different. They could have done the whole. I don't know what I could do, but we've seen it before, and Superman's doing it. You can't have two people like that uh, on the air at the same time because you know. Is general uh, most people they are separate entities, but the general public doesn't know that. So, if you're trying to put your finger on why you don't like this show as much as an Arrow or as much as a Flash, what would you say? I that don't it is? resonate with the character. Okay, and that is exactly why Arrow. I pick over Flash. I resonate more with Oliver Queen, Stephen Amell than I do Grant Gustin. We're similar in age, Stephen Amell and I, and and it's I like the darker stuff. I, I just his. You know, I'm not a science guy. I'm not more of a brainy type guy. Mm -hmm. So I just gravitate to that. It's what, and like Supergirl, I can't relate to anyone. Jimmy Olsen, African American. I don't relate to that. All the casting I've seen, Max Lord, that's the one that I would, character I gravitate towards. But he's kind of like pseudo villain depending on what you go with it. So it always depends on what I watch and what I like. Is what I gravity. You're a young girl. I mean, Supergirl is. That's the problem, though. I'm not really. So, so why is that? I, that what, why are they? What are they missing? That's why I asked you I because I try to figure it out. I don't. I don't know whether it's just that I feel like something is is missing with whether it is a Superman but, thing or. I don't think the show is bad. I think it is cute. I just haven't okay. been excited to turn it on, which is when you know, like Flash. I can't wait. Let's Arrow, say I this. Can't wait. I, I love the fact because I grew up with the '90s Flash show. Mm-hmm. Which I still love now, and I watch it again. But to see that we're getting these level of special effects and these level of character and, and love for these characters on the screen, I, we live in this fantastic time with all these shows, and it's a variety. It's, you know, someone loves something, someone loves, you know, I, I don't know of anyone that loves everything. And I, and that's, I think, why a lot of times I kind of, um, I don't bash on Marvel people, fans, but it just seems like anything Marvel You should puts, look at his Facebook. No, I don't. Trust me. 
but I just think everyone just loves Marvel. It's, they're becoming Disneyites to me. And the way I say that, Disney, anytime Disney puts out Pixar, everyone's, oh my god, it's the best thing ever. Disney, Pixar, yes, they can't do no wrong. You didn't like Inside Out? I didn't see it. Mm. It's not my thing. But then, this is a great example. Um, they cast something on, 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 uh, Doctor Strange. It was like Nicodemus West. And everyone's like, Nicodemus West! Yes! Oh my god! And it's like, who the hell is this character? I know the comics. Why aren't they allowed to be fans of the character? Because you don't know the character? They, oh, and you're telling me they know who that character is? I don't Absolutely know who the character is. Absolutely not. They might. Because you know all Doctor characters. Strange hasn't even had a comic until recently, in the past ten years. But they're going apeshit. And it's not just like one person like, yes, finally this character that I love, that's not getting any love in the comics, is finally going to, you know, getting... No, it's just everyone. The internet blows up like, Nicodemus West. Oh my God, can't wait till they see who they cast as him. It's like... No, you're you're on the bandwagon. You're on the Disney bandwagon, and and that's why they're called Disneyites. And now they become Marvelites. And I won't become a DCite because not everything. That's me going Supergirl, Jimmy Olsen. And yes, thank God. No, it's like it's not for me. I'm not a DCite where everything that DC does, I'm going apeshit for because I've grew up with the comics and I have. It's it's who I resonate with and who I don't. You know, DC will make missteps along the way, and I'll you know I'll be you know okay, they did. They're like a Constantine. child that you're not gonna you're not gonna reprimand. No, why not? Okay. They're learning, and it's not for everything. I think that's what's great. It's like going into Basket Robbins. I don't have to like every flavor that comes out, but there are people that do, and they and they'll they, they just they feel better about themselves by like Pixar, Marvel, or people with Pixar. My God, oh my God! But they'll never admit the cars too sucked. There's a difference between it not being your favorite flavor and it being a really bad sour tasting thing. And I Supergirl's think not the, a bad sour and, tasting and thing at all. That's what I was gonna say. I think that Supergirl there absolutely is an audience for it. I thought that right. I was going to be that audience. For some reason, I'm not. I don't know if you guys at home feel the same way. If you're in my boat, but I have a friend coming on the show on Supergirl. He's playing Helgramite. Was he? He was an Anya, was he? No. It's coming out. Was there was a pre- there's the preview. I'm trying. I don't want to confuse it. I don't want to spoil anything. Okay. I have a friend that was cast on the show, so I will definitely uh, tune in. Hopefully, he comes back and pick his brain. Make him come in here. Talk to us. Sure, I'd love to. I, right. I will talk to him. See awesome. I'm okay. Um, yeah, I think apples and oranges. Different tea. Different cups of tea for everyone. And as we know, then you just your cup of tea is arrow. That's fine. No, Absolutely. And not, and not preacher. I'm Although season three didn't really like it. Averro. Because the Felicity stuff? No, it was just all over the place. Yeah. Felicity, like, whatever. But the flashbacks were terrible. They didn't tie in well. Season three, I didn't like. I think Ra's al Ghul was eventually eventually cast better. But originally the way he was cast, the way they had his hair and everything, I was like, no, it looks like a guy at a bar. He eventually grew into, trust me. Oh, I completely disagree with that. You think that short little kind of wafy cut that he had? Because he probably got cast, probably had to shoot within a month. And by the end, he had And they couldn't change his hair? But they didn't. They could have, but they didn't. By the end, he grew out, and it grew out, and he had it longer with the gray, and I was like, okay, that's Ra's al Ghul right there. Well, they listened to you guys. They listened to the that's fans. That's right, they did. I don't know why I said you guys to us guys. Who knows, but um, it's season three. Yeah, Arrow for me wasn't the best. I completely agree. That's it for our TV time. I almost want to listen to the theme again. TV, No, TV, we don't need to hear TV, it. Just TV, the two of us. TV, TV, TV. Teamy, no. Uh, see, Adam would have chimed in. I'm, I'm, I'm missing me some Adam and Johnny would have too. By the way, Johnny oh will be God. back. There was someone that one of the fans that took a screenshot of me when you were doing TV time one time. It's the, it's the worst picture I've ever seen. What are you doing? Roll it's hysterical. Eyes. I think I was like this. Just head but I'm like looking forward, not even looking at you. It's just like, oh my God, terrible picture, but it's fantastic. I don't know why they can put up with it and you can't. TV time. Yeah, I think secretly you like it when you're that against something. You know. 
You, you got to actually love it. Uh, but I was just saying, speaking of Johnny, he will be back with us. Uh, he's really sorry he couldn't make it. He's off doing Johnny, really cool things with Whistle Sports. You guys can find him everywhere at He's doing Jay some cool Quasto. mashed potatoes right now. With mashed potatoes? Yeah, it's on his Twitter. He's doing, like... He's making mashed potatoes? No, there's a movie he was in recreating a scene with mashed potatoes in it. What do you mean recreating a scene? He had a bowl of mashed potatoes in, him, in front of him. He's like, oh, if there's ever a need a, to do a scene from so-and-so movie and I forgot the movie, I can do it. Is it go on, on his Twitter. Twitter. Go on, on his Twitter. Twitter. It's okay. on there. Go look so at him. So if you want to learn all about mashed potatoes, go find him at Jay Quasto, uh, Adam Gertler. You can find Adam Gertler or on the FYI Network, uh, Man vs. Child or FX Movie Downloads. And obviously the first half of this episode, he's doing big things, running out of here, you know, hey, leaving hey, us behind. It's awesome. Yeah, it is. Okay. Debating hot dogs and sandwiches. Do you have an opinion yet? I made mine. I don't think it's a sandwich. I don't think I it's mean, a yes, sandwich. I mean, yes, because it's between two pieces of bread. No. And it's a meat. It's an encased meat. I think that's what he's going to fight, too. But it makes Spoiler a point. Alert. If the people say a sandwich has to be between two pieces of bread and a meat, then it's a sandwich. It's not two pieces of bread. It's one. Depending on how you do it. Sometimes people cut the whole bun and they sandwich it. It could be an open-faced sandwich, technically. Oh, see? But that's it. It's not a sandwich. It's not, it's not a sandwich. I'm completely in disagreement there. If you want to hear more about what Mike Kalinowski thinks about hot dogs. the life of me going dogs, out of me right now. That's my soul. <laughs> Mike, where can they find you to hear more about your soul and hot dogs? On Twitter at MikeKalinowski.com. You want to hear about my hot dog? Is that what you're saying? My hot dog? I got it, Mike. I got it. Are you also there? Can I hit that over the head any harder? Wait till they get a load of me. That's right. Steven, you're killing it. You're killing it today. today. Um, and you guys can find me at Roxy Stryer. You can find us at DC Movies SK, uh, DC Movie News. We're on Facebook, Twitter, all those different places. And next week we will all be back. The four of us. I'm putting those vibes out there. I don't will know. Will we? Yeah, I'm going to put those vibes out there. We'll see if it happens. The holidays are coming up. This is getting okay. I janky. need a, a little more positive attitude from you here at the end. Think about Arrow and smile I as you sign you. off. <laughs> the dawn is coming. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. All right, we'll see you next week, guys. Bye. Bye, guys. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, Christian Harloff, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principals.